Hello, this is Anviti from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 25th of May. The police in Mangaluru, Karnataka have prohibited five or more people from assembling around the Jumma Masjid in Malali until May 26th, ANI reported. They are also looking to prevent provocative speeches or any activities that hurt the sentiments of people, according to the Times of India. The prohibitions come after a Vishwa Hindu Parishad leader threatened a quote-unquote Ram Mandir-like campaign to take control of the mosque. The VHP and other Hindutva groups claim that a Hindu temple-like architectural design was supposedly found inside the mosque during renovation work last month. Bharat Chetty, a local MLA, has called for an archaeological survey to be undertaken at the mosque. Today morning, VHP and Bajrang Dal performed a ritual at Sri Ram Janaya Bhajana Mandira in Malali, CNBC TV18 reported. The temple is outside the curfew radius, which extends 500 meters from the mosque. The ritual is supposedly meant to ascertain the presence of a deity on the premises of the disputed site, according to the local BJP MLA Bharat Shetty. Deputy Commissioner K.V. Rajendra said, and I quote, What matters here is the legal documents. We don't have to hold rituals conducted by certain organizations from a legal perspective. The court will take an appropriate decision. Meanwhile, Dakshin Kannada District Administration, with the help of the Commissioner of the Police, who is the additional magistrate, will take care of the law and order situation, unquote, the Times of India reported. He also told reporters that the matter was already in court and a temporary injunction had been issued to all the parties, especially to the President of Jumma Masjid. He claimed that the administration has gone through several documents. However, since the issue is in the court, it is subjudice. Former Congress leader Kapil Sibyl filed nomination for the Rajya Sabha as an independent candidate on Wednesday with the support of Samajwadi Party, ANI reported. Sibyl declared that he had tendered his resignation from the Congress Party on May 16th. He said, and I quote, I have filed nomination as an independent candidate. I have always wanted to be an independent voice in the country, unquote. In an interview with the Indian Express, Sibyl said his future plans are to, quote, unite the opposition to oppose the present BJP dispensation, which is following anti-people policies and which is dividing the inclusive culture of India, unquote. The nomination was filed in the presence of SP Chief Akhilesh Yadav at the party headquarters in Uttar Pradesh. Yadav said, and I quote, Kapil Sibyl has just filed his nomination for Rajya Sabha with Samajwadi Party support. He is an eminent lawyer and has a political career. He had effectively put and discussed important issues in Lok Sabha and Rajya Sabha. The country has many issues facing it and I hope that he will effectively put the issues in the Rajya Sabha. Unquote. The Hindustan Times reported. According to News 18, Sibyl has close ties with the party, having represented it as a lawyer for years. In January 2017, during the Yadav family feud, Sibyl had argued at the election commission that Akhilesh Yadav should be given the bicycle symbol and eventually Akhilesh got the symbol. Additionally, he also represented SP leader Azam Khan, who was jailed till a week ago in the Supreme Court and helped him secure an interim bail. Azam then took an oath as SP MLA in Uttar Pradesh Assembly earlier this week after walking out of jail. The nomination filing for the upcoming Rajya Sabha elections began on Tuesday. Top parties, including the ruling BJP and main opposition SP, are in the process of finalising their list of candidates, 
News 18 reported. Listeners, we have multiple sources to get our news today, but not until very long ago, apart from the print media, our sole source of news was the state broadcaster Prasar Bharti, which runs Doordarshan and All India Radio. It is still an important source of news and information to significant sections of the population. However, all is not well at Prasar Bharti. Questions have been raised about the functioning of its leadership, especially the CEO, Shashi Shekhar Vempati. But who is Vempati? How did a person who worked on Prime Minister Narendra Modi's 2014 election campaign rise to helming the Prasar Bharti? My colleague Basant Kumar reported on Vempati's rise, how he has been running the organization and why he is under the scanner now. Read Basant's report titled, Is Prasar Bharti CEO Letting His Allies Damage the State Broadcaster on Newslaundry.com? The piece is also available on Hindi.Newslaundry.com with the title, Yuvraj of Jangal Raj. In Prasar Bharti, Shashi Shekhar Vempati or Unke Senapatiyo Ka Samrajya. Listeners, if you like the work that we do and want more in-depth investigations like this, do consider subscribing to News Laundry. Remember that we are able to deliver these reports free from corporate or government influence only because we don't depend on them for ads. Our journalism is funded by you, our subscribers. So if you are not already a part of our ad-free system, subscribe by going to newslaundry.com and clicking on the red subscription button at the top right corner. Subscription plans begin from Rs. 300 a month. Activist Sagar Gorkhe has gone on an indefinite hunger strike to protest alleged harassment by Taloja Central Jail authorities in Mumbai, the Indian Express reported. Gorkhe is in jail, awaiting trial in the Elgar Parishad Bhima Koregaon case. The case pertains to violence on January 1, 2018, on the day of the 200th anniversary of the Bhima Koregaon battle. Police alleged that inflammatory speeches were made at the Elgar Parishad meeting and arrested several activists for alleged Maoist links. Another FIR, based on the complaint of two Dalit women, however, alleged that Hindutva groups were behind the violence. In a written complaint to Khargar police station, Gorkhe alleged that two prison officials entered his cell for a security check and seized a mosquito net used by him. He named a jailer and a senior jailer in his letter. On Monday, Gorkhe's co-accused, activist Gautam Navlakha had submitted a plea before a special court seeking permission to use a mosquito net, stating that there are a lot of mosquitoes in the prison. While both the incarcerated have made their demands owing to a mosquito infestation in the prison and fears of malaria, especially for the 70-year-old Navlakha. After Navlakha's letter, the court had sought reply from the prison in this regard. Prison officials said, that a security check was conducted by its officers and the nets were seized as they posed a security threat, Indian Express reported. Gorkhe's protest is not limited to the mosquito net. In a letter to the state's Home Minister on Tuesday, Gorkhe has alleged harassment from the jail administration. According to the letter, despite facing several illnesses, he and his co-accused are quote-unquote deliberately denied treatment from medical officials in the prison. He also said they were not being given enough water and that prison officials are creating a deliberate water shortage. However, jail superintendent U.T. Pawar told the Hindu that these allegations are untrue. 
India's power ministry has sought a two-year extension for utilities to install emission-cutting equipment, Reuters reported, citing a letter to the Environment Ministry as seen by the news agency. India initially had set a 2017 deadline for thermal power plants to comply with emission standards for installing flue gas desulfurization units that cut emissions of toxic sulfur dioxide. That was later changed to varying deadlines for different regions, ending in 2022. If this request is approved by the Environment Ministry, then it would mark the third pushback on a commitment to clean up dirty air. The report claimed that Indian cities have some of the world's most polluted air. Thermal utilities, which produce 75% of the country's power, account for some 80% of industrial emissions of sulphur and nitrous oxides, which cause lung diseases, acid rain and smog. The Central Electricity Authority, an advisory body under the Power Ministry, has also made a case to extend the deadline to 2035, according to the letter cited in the report. Sunil Dahiya, an analyst at the Centre for Research on Energy and Clean Air, said, and I quote, This shows their lack of willingness to do anything to reduce emissions and pollution from thermal power plants, as by 2035, most of this capacity will be nearing its retirement, unquote. Ahead of a Delhi court's expected sentencing of Kashmiri separatist leader Yasin Malik, Kashmir's capital Srinagar partly shut down in protest today, NDTV reported. Malik was convicted on May 19th by a special court in a case from 2017 related to terrorism and secessionist activities in Kashmir, Times of India reported. The hearing to decide the quantum of sentence was concluded today. The National Investigation Agency has demanded the maximum punishment under Section 121, waging war against the government, which is the death penalty in this case, whereas the defence has asked for life imprisonment instead of the death penalty. Malik said in court, and I quote, I was arrested within 30 minutes of Burhan Wani's encounter. Atal Bihari Vajpayee allotted me a passport and India allowed me to make a statement because I was not a criminal. Unquote. NDTV reported. He also said that he had been following Gandhian principles and non-violent politics. Quoting a lawyer present for the hearing, NDTV reported Malik as saying, and I quote, If I have been involved in any terrorist activity or violence in 28 years, if Indian intelligence proves this, then I will also retire from politics. I will accept the hanging. I have worked with seven prime ministers. Unquote. The sentence was supposed to come out at 3.30pm today but has been delayed. In the wake of the school shooting in Texas on Tuesday, the US Senate saw heated debates over such incidents and gun control. At least 21 people, including 19 children, were killed when a gunman shot up an elementary school in the small town of Uvalde. The gunman has been identified as the 18-year-old Salvador Ramos. He was shot dead by the police. Addressing fellow senators, Chris Murphy said, and I quote, What are we doing? There have been more mass shootings than days of the year. Our kids are living in fear every single time they set foot in the classroom because they think they're going to be next. What are we doing? Unquote. Murphy demanded that lawmakers accomplish what they failed to do after 20 children, mostly 6 or 7 years old, and 6 educators in Newtown, Connecticut, died on December 14th. 2012, the AP reported. NPR reported that there have been 27 school shootings with injuries or deaths in the United States in 2022 so far. 
this was the eighth mass shooting event of this year, according to a report in the news agency AFP, and came 10 days after an 18-year-old murdered 10 African Americans at a supermarket in New York. Gun control has long been a contentious issue in America, where the right to bear arms is protected by the Constitution. There have been demands to regulate the sale of certain types of weapons, especially in the wake of mass shootings like the one in Texas. But consensus has so far eluded the country's leaders. The AP reported that the party of Democratic President Joe Biden has slim control of the Congress and bills on gun violence have been hindered by Republican opposition in the Senate over the years. Last year, a Pew poll said 53% of Americans want stricter gun laws and 49% think tougher laws would decrease mass shootings, NDTV reported. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on wherever you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.